to Hashtag Travel Talks. It's your podcast on the latest digital trends in travel and tourism marketing. And here's your host, Nolly Nicholas. Welcome to a new episode of Travelcast. And today I have the pleasure to receive Caroline. So welcome to Caroline. Hi, thank you for having me. So can you present yourself, please? Okay, my name is Caroline Sunday. I am the founder and owner of a travel apparel brand called Travel Eat Slay. Travel Eat Slay is a brand for millennials. Anyone who's traveling is sort of a souvenir that you can take with you uh, for all your trips. And it's just a bold statement that you tell to the world that you are traveling, eating and slaying. Okay. And... um Can you tell us your origin story or how things started? I got the idea uh, about two and a half years ago through a job that I used to work. My full-time role previously for seven years was working for an events company, which enabled us to travel worldwide to luxury hotels, stay for between five to uh, seven days, and everything was catered for. And I just felt like I needed to show the world or at least express um, how I'm traveling, like my travel journey. And what better way to do that through your uh, clothing to provide a fashion statement while I travel. So that's where I came about the words travel eat slay because I was traveling, I was eating good food um, and I was slaying. And uh, why did you start, let's say, your own travel blogs? Uh, It was kind of pressured or at least it was um, uh, recommended to me by my friends and my family because they always saw me in a different country, in a different city every other month. And they um, recommended that I should actually document my journey and put that uh, for the world to see how I travel. Uh, But then I just didn't want to provide an ordinary blog of, oh, I have traveled to this destination, go to Venice, go to Paris, go here and there. I wanted my story to mean more to other travelers or anyone else who not necessarily always travels, but has the ability to travel maybe once a year or something. Um, So I wanted my story, or at least my blog, to tell a story that's a little bit different or positioned differently to an ordinary travel blogger. Okay, and uh, before the interview, we talked a little bit, and you told me that you have a special perspective on to be a travel blogger. It's not only to post article on the web, but it's more for you. That's right. Yeah, that is true. Um, I feel like nowadays um, being a travel blogger has been glamorized. Everybody um, who who travels is automatically categorized as a, oh, you're a travel blogger. Um, not really. I feel like um, within the travel industry, we should be making more of an impact. Uh, Your travel should mean more than just living in a nice hotel, 
taking the best Instagram snaps. Um, you should be actually doing something more to give back maybe to that community, maybe promote sustainable uh, tourism, maybe prom- just thinking more of how you can make an impact for future travelers or for the destination that you're going to. Okay. I want to ask you, how did you explain that travel is like more glamorous, glamorous than, I don't know, uh, other activities? I think social media nowadays has been playing a big part in glamorizing uh, travel, um, which sometimes might give the wrong impression for other Uh, travelers. Uh, for example, they might see their favorite travel blogger go to Venice and take um, a nice picture with their food laid out in a particular spot. So for them, when they now want to travel to that same destination, they want to do or mimic the same things or live that same experience that they have seen through social media. Uh, don't get me wrong, for myself, I use social media as an inspiration Uh, for where to travel, but I also want to make it my own experience. I don't want to live um, or travel in the same shoes as someone else who's already been there. I want to create my own space when I travel, my own memories, my own fun. <laughs> um, but yes, it does, it, social media does influence um Uh, influence where the destinations that I go and just uh, sometimes how I also want to see the iconic spots, right? Everybody wants to see the iconic spots. Yeah. But so, so sometimes when you travel to a particular destination, you might find your own iconic spot and then you'll be able to share that through your own social media platform. And um, I don't know if I answered it. Yes, yes, thank you. And uh, what was your most recent trip? Um, my recent trip, I went to Marseille in France. Uh, it was at the end of November and I went with a group of uh, friends. Well, initially, I only knew one person within that group. But at the end of the trip, I got to become friends with everybody else who was in that group. Um, the group was led by a friend of mine who reached out to me and said, hey, I am gathering a few friends um, and we're just going to go to Marseille for a day uh, with an overnight stay. So we would go, um, we took the first flight out, um, out of London, and then we stayed a night and we came back the following uh, afternoon. Um, and that was my... My my recent trip. Now I have to ask you: Is how do you pay all your let's say your travel? Did you are you sponsored by someone, or you pay on your own? Can you tell us? All my trips so far have been um, out of my own pocket. Back in May last year, I quit my full time job uh, that I had been working for seven years, and I decided to focus 100% on uh, building my brand, Travel Eat Slay, pushing it forward um, and everything. And I think that was the best decision I had made in terms of being an entrepreneur and actually focusing and giving time to a brand. Um, but then with that shift meant that I didn't have as much uh, flexibility or leverage with my money and spending. 
So um, prior to that, I used to take uh, week trips to any destination that I would have thought of. Um, but with that change meant my travel style had to change also. So I started to adopt day trips. Um, I'm lucky enough to be living in London, which is a great hub for you to go anywhere in Europe. Um, in less than two hours, you could be in a different city. So um, since May, I started adopting that um, that kind of lifestyle to just go away for a day, take the first flight out and come back um, with the last flight in. And I think it's, um, I'm also promoting for uh, people who don't necessarily have the time to take days off work. Yeah, as well as um, sometimes you don't need to go far to enjoy or say that you've had a holiday. You can visit your neighboring countries or your your own hometown. Because I think some people have that perception to say, if you don't travel six hours or if you don't go to Jamaica, a nice destination, like a sunny destination, you haven't been on holiday. Yeah, for example, you don't necessarily need to go to Bali for having a good holidays. Exactly that. You can have your good holiday, depending on your own, the city that you live in. You can just go next door to the next country. You can uh, make it as you as you want. And I think it goes back to what I was saying before, that social media sometimes has a way of um, cautioning or making people think a certain way. Just because you didn't go to Bali, you think you haven't had a good holiday. But no, explore your hometown, explore your home turf first before you venture out and go to Bali because Bali requires more days out of work and it requires more money than it would for you to just do a day trip somewhere close by. Yeah. And um, you talk about building your own brands. Do you have any tips, for example, if someone wants to uh, leave his nine to five jobs and start his his or her own career? Yeah. Um, like I said, this brand for me um, was birthed while I was still in my nine to five. So for anyone who is thinking of um, starting their own business, I'm I'm not advocating for anyone to leave their nine to five job because financially, when you leave that nine to five, you need to make sure that you have some finances to back you up to actually start and build a foundation for your business. Um, in most cases, some people are able to handle both your nine to five and then your Uh, small business, uh, which is what I did for about uh, a year and a half or two years before I uh, fully left my full-time role. I would also say once you have left that full-time role or uh, once you're thinking of starting up, um, I would reach out to other uh, small brands that you could collaborate with. Um, building your your brand is a good thing, but it also um, means that you have to work long hours. You have to put in the work for that brand to be known. 
you can't just say I have a good product and I'm just going to put it out there into the internet space and everybody's going to react and buy your merchandise or whatever it may be. You have to do the work, whether it's be collaborating, um, being 100% on your social media platforms, um, connecting and engaging with people as well that are in line with your with your goals, whether it be influencers or just potential customers. And um, did you read any books also to help you in that uh, career or not? No. Not that I can, I can't vouch for any book that I have, I could say. Like, you mean to start my own business? Yes, for example, because uh, there is this book called um, Four Hour Week from Tim Ferriss, mm -hmm. in which he told how to be more efficient in one week, especially if you are starting uh, your own business. So. I would say that um, I'm more of a visual learner. I um, attend a few seminars, like quite a few seminars on entrepreneurship, on starting your own business. I can vouch for that as well as YouTube. Um, just looking at other people who have had a similar story, who uh, have had um, or who own their own clothing brands, because that's the line that I'm in. Um, so... I can vouch and say rather than reading books, I was active in attending seminars, attending networking events. So I can also gauge the industry or at least the, the audience to see how people react to when I say, hey, I have this idea. This is what I'm thinking of. Um, even if they, when I had attended an event and someone said they're not really um, interested in what I'm doing, I am not going to take that to heart or let it um, dis discourage me to continue because um, some brands are not for everybody. Yeah. Just like the major brands in the in the world, some like Nike, some like Adidas. That's right. And uh, do you follow someone, in, especially on internet? I don't know, and famous troll bloggers. Um, kind of guru on the internet or not? Because you told me that you are watching videos on YouTube, but do you... Yes. Yes? So can you... Um, I... I wouldn't... Um, it's a tricky one yeah. because it's not like I... I follow uh, women as well as um, women travelers as well as women of color I think I just follow mainly uh, women and travelers, anyone who is making an impact in the travel scene. Um, namingly, I think we recently, uh, when we were talking before, we have mutual friends in common, like um, Yolanda and Omar, the Hey Dipiotozin duo. I follow them. I support um the work that they do. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I follow other people that I have never actually met. I've only communicated with them through Instagram. And I think um, Instagram as a tool has helped me uh, break those barriers in terms of uh, I see somebody that I like what they're doing. I like the travels, that um, how they travel. Um, they advocate 
and share tips on how they traveled, how they got that flight, how they managed to stay in a nice hotel or recommend different um, travel tips. Mm-hmm. Um, and through Instagram, it bridged that gap off. You can just slide into someone's DMs and just say, hey, I saw that you went to X destination. I'm thinking of going there. Um, can you share some tips? And in most cases, they have been friendly enough to share their tips. So um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, stick it to just one person. I just have a, a few people that I like what they're doing and I follow. Okay. And do you think that to be a travel blogger is like, I would say, to be a superheroes because you have kind of a great power, so comes also with great possibilities also? Um. In the sense that uh, what you are posting on social media, it's uh, it's uh, view, and you know that you have some kind of influence on other people. Yes, um, it depends on your community as well. I think some people, um, if you see on Instagram, they um, they just showcase their lovely pictures, where they have stayed and the food that they have eaten. To me, I don't think that person has, um, at least in my eyes, hasn't given me much influence for me to go to that destination. But yeah. the, the people that have traveled with an impact and they showcase the good side of the destination as well as the bad and how they have made that impact in that, uh, in that community or in that city, country, whatever it may be, those are the type of people that I I think have more influence. Um, not to say that the people who just take pictures don't have influence because they do. They obviously yes. have a following and some people are just uh, interested in taking nice pictures and the food that they have eaten or the clothes that they have worn when they went to that destination. Um, but then for me, I think it goes back to the reason why I travel, or at least the reason why I'm in this travel scene is to make an impact or at least to show um, a different side of travel, whether it be advocating for day trips, whether it be saying um, you don't need to um, have thousands of money to travel. You can travel. Ryanair easily does it for flights for five pounds or for 20 pounds you can go anywhere um anywhere in europe i mean um so i think travel bloggers yes they have a power in terms of what they put out in the space and i think they need to start using it in a positive light whether it be um advocating for a destination or um helping a destination um, for a cause or something, especially like when a natural disaster happens in a particular destination. I think um, if we're able to influence help towards that destination, that's the kind of impact that I want to be making. Okay. So you want to be a positive, I would say, influence. Yes. And uh, now I was wondering... What is your favorite destination and why? That I have been to so far? Yes. Okay. Um, 
This is a tricky one because I think with all my destinations, I have learned uh, something. Um, I think I will speak maybe about two. Um, before going to um, this destination, I went to, to Cuba last year in June. And prior to attend, to going to Cuba, Cuba had been on my travel list for a few years. And the power of, of Instagram, while everybody now started to, to go to Cuba, highlighted or increased my, um, my wanting to go to Cuba. But when I got there to Cuba, I had a different experience to what people had been showcasing on social media, which to me... And every destination, everyone has a different experience in every destination. So uh, I'm not going to blame it on why did social media show me this and now I experience this. Um, that's the contrary to what I'm saying. But I was, um, I'm just coming back to it to say uh, I think I relied or put so much emphasis on relying on what I had seen on Instagram to making sure that I experienced the same when I went there. Um, but I didn't experience the same. It's not that I experienced it in a negative light as much, but a few things that were out of my control led me to have not such a good experience. Um, but on the contrary, I went to Venice for a day trip okay. as well. And... Um, I had seen a few people as well who had been to Venice and I was researching a few um, with a few articles and a few blogs to see how to get around Venice. Uh, when I got there, I liked the destination once I was inside Venice uh, city itself. Um, but then the journey to get to Venice city, I don't know if you've been to Venice yes. before. Um, <laughs> I wasn't aware that it was such um, a long journey to get to the actual place uh, from the airport up down to Venice. Um, I think also because I had, because I was going there for a day, I had, I didn't have that much time to fully experience the whole destination. But with what I had experienced, um, I like that destination and I, I would vouch for it to go back again and again to see different parts of Venice. Yeah, I don't know if you read the news, but now they will ask the tourists to pay some kind of fees for their trip in Venice. Okay, so, <laughs> so it's a good thing that I went. Yeah, <laughs> because I think there is a lot of people going there and... Um, yeah. The habitants are, I would say, quite angry due to the yes. flood of the tourists. So, And I went, um, I think it was a late September, which I, I assumed was the downtown, downtime period of tourism, but it was still packed. So I, <clears throat> I can understand what you're saying, like the tourism there is, or at least the tourist boards are going to change a bit because it was still packed at the end of September. I can't imagine how it would have been like at the peak period of summer of their season. So I want to know if you have um, a good travel tip that you would like to share with us. 
Hmm. I would say a few tips. Maybe I'll put like three tips in one. Um, yeah, okay. Don't disregard, just because you've had someone else's experience of a destination, uh, that they've had a bad experience of a destination, don't write that off immediately. Just because A has had a negative experience in Barcelona doesn't mean you're going to have the same experience. Um, so don't write off a destination from the jump set. And don't be expecting, you know, in most cases when people travel to a different destination, they expect the same service that they have been receiving in their home country mm-hmm. to be exactly how it is going to be everywhere where they go. Uh, not every shoe fits, if I'm if I'm if I'm saying it right. Um, yes. So just accept the culture, the cultural differences, or um, the service, whatever it may be, as you get it um, in that country. I'm not saying that um, allow people to be rude to you. That's not acceptable. But then don't come expecting. Um, what you are used to in your country or in your hometown to be the same when you travel outside and just have fun. (laughs) Every destination. Yeah. The whole point of traveling is, is for you to have fun. Some people get away to, for, um, to have fun, to experience, to explore, or just for healing, um, whatever it may be, whatever your reason may be for traveling. Um, the ultimate thing is to, have fun. Make memories while you're traveling. Okay, thank you for your tips. And uh, my last question is, uh, can you tell us what will be your next destination? Yes. So at the end of uh, this month, I am collecting a group of um, travelers. We haven't met each other yet, uh, but I am coordinating a group and we're going to go to Nice. Okay. In France. Nice. For and uh, like we'll stay the night and then we'll come back. Okay. And uh, for now, so Caroline, thank you for your time. So can how can I, can we reach you on the digital world? Oh yes. So um, like I said, my brand name is Travel Eat Slay. and it's not stay because everybody sometimes gets it wrong. So Slay like S. L-A-Y all my social media accounts are travel at Travel Eats Lay and my website for my blog is www.traveleatslay.com okay so thank you Caroline and uh, thank you for having me <laughs> you're welcome and I wish you a nice trip to Nice perfect thank you thank you <laughs> bye bye